It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. Show is brought to you live by the Wrestling Realm. Folks, Monday Night Raw. Before we get there, just, you know, housekeeping. Let me know. Let me let you know where you can follow us. Simply go on YouTube, hit the subscribe button right now if you're watching. If this is your first time, thank you for joining me on this very first time you're here to watch the Wrestling Realm. If not, if it's your return person, I thank you for coming back. You're one of my friends. What's good? So make sure you are subscribed. And guess what? If you're a podcaster, this is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, you name it, I'm there. So, folks, Edge, he's declared war on Randy Orton. Matter of fact, let's, let's roll the top rope. Actually, there we go. Going up to the top rope. It's time for this week's top rope segment of the week. So, Randy Orton, folks, he is, Edge has declared war against that man. He came out there. I love the way this was done. No promo, no talking. He just went right at him, said, look, you know, and I apologize. I see that I got an error. said there may be some users um, receiving a buffer, so I apologize. This will be corrected in post-production. But, nonetheless... There, you know, Edge is just, he wasn't time for the games tonight. We saw MVP come out there and talk about he was creating a stable. And I ain't going to lie, I got excited. Shout out to my brother Carlos who kind of said the same thing. I got excited. I said, man, he's going to have a stable? That That's going to be pretty cool. Who is he going to have on this stable? But no. It wasn't. That was not the case. He was just talking about Edge. It was the setup. Edge coming back. And quite frankly, Edge would get back in the ring. And, you know, he wasn't trying to hear anything. And MVP knew exactly what to do. He said something. He talked about his wife. And you don't do that. And boom, led to a spear. And that would, you know, that was a setup. Because what we saw MVP was luring him in there for Randy Orton. And when, you know, I was like, oh, man, Randy's going to get him again. No, I love the way this was done. Edge got the upper hand, hit him with the RKO, and you saw he went into this very sick, sadistic mind. And one of the things I was thinking about, I said, Edge had a lot of time off. You know, he had his podcast with Christian, and you would hear them talk to the young and uppercomers and talk about the things they learned throughout the years. Edge hasn't been in 
a ring, a wrestling ring, a wrestling match since 2011. So he had all this time to get better, all this time to get better psychology-wise, and he was great at it before. But that's one thing I noticed when this was happening. I said, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be real good. And sure enough, it was Edge 1-2, you know, going out there, taking care of business with Randy Orton, man. And and that was, you know, that was all she wrote. But he wouldn't be able to get the concerto because, you know, Randy Orton got out of there just in time. So let me just go ahead and let my Facebook uh, group. If you're not in the Facebook group, pan, uh, group fan page, join it. Just go to facebook.com slash wrestling realm and, you know, join the page. And then also make sure you are subscribed to our Facebook fan page. So I'm just dropping this link right in there. Let the people know we are live right here on YouTube. You know, this is this week is the two year anniversary of Break It Down with Brian H. And, you know, shout out to everybody who just supported the show. I really appreciate that. Always taking the time. Throughout these two years, it's been, you know, it's been some ups, been some downs. It might mean downs, not necessarily with the show, just times I just didn't feel like doing it. So, you know, I just had to take quick time out to say thank you. Um, but, you know, back to Randy Orton and Edge. This is phenomenal. I love this story. Um, you know, I, um, I just love this is going to be, you know, the match I'm looking forward to the most at WrestleMania. It's like one of those matches, and, and you know, I'll have rest, I'll share with you some WrestleMania moments as I always do every year. Um, and shout out to Wrestling with Johnners. I was on that podcast earlier today as I record Monday night after Raw. I was on there today, and we talked about the Elimination Chamber. So I'm not going to get into that many thoughts because I want you to check out that show and hear what I had to say there. But, you know, when I sat back, and I think about like WrestleMania, there are matches that like when that music hits, you're like, oh boy, here we go. This I've been waiting for this one. Um, you know, like maybe for somebody it was Kane versus Triple H at WrestleMania 15. You know, who knows? Bossman versus uh, Undertaker, obviously. But you know, Kane versus Undertaker at WrestleMania 14. These matches that aren't are not for the championships, but they're these strong feuds, and you just can't wait for these two guys to clash. Last year, I mean, you had Shane McMahon versus The Miz. You had Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley, I believe it was. You know, Batista versus Triple H. You know, so that's what I'm looking forward to with Randy Orton and Edge. There's two guys who are going to go at it, and going, and it's going to be so personal. And, you know, I'm looking forward to it. So... Um, you know, moving on, Drew McIntyre. So first off, matter of fact, yeah, I gotta do it. Here's our tapped out segment of the week. So it tapped out this week for me, Drew McIntyre, and you know, doing this thing with Rowan's. I guess it was a spider or something, killing that, and then taking out Eric Rowan. Quite frankly, Eric Rowan, I look at this guy, I'm like, man, last year he was with Daniel Bryan, and he was like his giant or whatever, and I was like, yeah, this is exciting, and now he's just doing nothing, he's doing these silly gimmicks, and we already saw uh, Brody Lee leave, who was, um, 
uh, Luke Harper, you know, and these guys, you got these two guys, like, once you took them, there was the Bludgeon Brothers going to WrestleMania 34, uh, they were dominant, and they ended up becoming tag team champions, they looked so unstoppable, so unbeatable, but now, I mean, it just seems like everybody who's in the Wyatt family have been lost, literally, like, I don't know, like, you looked at that stable, and they all look promising, but now you look at them, what has happened? You know? Yeah, sure, there have been title runs. Sure, there have been a couple feuds here and there. But none of them have really drew except Bray Wyatt with The Fiend. And we all saw what happened there. You know, I'll let you decide how you feel about that. But Braun Strowman has yet to really get going as that big top-level guy. And then Rowan and Harper. And, you know, I didn't think that was going to happen when I looked at these guys. So... Dare say the Wyatt family, the uh, afterlife of the Wyatt family is disappointing. Fans, let me know what you think. At Brian H. Waters, just, you know, hit me up on Twitter. Um, so, and feel free to jump in the chat right here on YouTube as we are live. That's more than likely, I ain't going to commit just yet, but more than likely from now on, the show will be live. Today, I, w I wish I could give an exact time, you know, today's the first time I got this new setup and I... Had a little bit of technical difficulties, had to iron out the kinks, but now I think I got things situated. So, um, but yeah, so that's the thing, you know, as we, you know, we look, we move forward. Um, but yeah, Drew McIntyre just getting it done, and that was just like, all right, it was, that was it. Um, how about Rey Mysterio and Angel Garza? <laughs> what a match. Um, just, Going out there watching this guy. I said it before. Angel Garza needs to stay away from Andrade. Now, on Wrestling With Genres podcast, me and John talked about the possibility. You know, there's this rumor of a fatal four-way match at WrestleMania for the championship. Rey Mysterio, Humberto Carrillo, um, Andrade, and Angel Garza. Fatal four-way match, you know, it would be interesting to see Zelina Vega split between Garza and Andrade. I think Garza walks out with that championship. Like I said, screams charisma. Please keep him a heel, WWE. He's very good at it. You know, when I saw him on NXT and, you know, him and Leo Rush was in their little feud or whatever, I said, oh, this guy make you hate him. So uh, I'm excited about that. But... Let's move on. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is um, getting ready. You know, I love the promo packages. And, you know, obviously, if you've been watching the Ruthless Aggression Era stuff on the WWE Network, you'll notice what Brock, like, the way he used to be. And, and, you know, shout out to Carlos in the wrestling realm. He was just like, man, I miss the old Brock. And, and I thought about it. I said, you oh, he's kind of got a point. The old Brock, like... You, you sit back, you look at the way he used to be, right? Then you have Paul Heyman talk about all the people he's taking out. Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Undertaker, Kurt Angle. Like, you sit there, you're like, and John Cena. Like, Brock maybe Brock is the greatest of all time. <laughs> and, and, and we get frustrated because he's not there every week. That's the thing. And I know people say, oh, he shouldn't be, whatever, whatever. He's he kept special. No, but that's the thing that's frustrating because, like, man, we want to see more Brock because he's that damn good. 
nonetheless, he's that damn good. So I, w- I would love to see more Brock Lesnar. Unfortunately, they it's just, you know, it's not the case. But you ever think, what would a... What would WWE would have been like if Brock Lesnar never stepped away to play football? They had a mean push. Dare say you wouldn't have got John Cena, you know? And then maybe, again, you would because Cena is lovable. He loves the job. He loves the people. He would have been the ultimate babyface while Brock Lesnar could have been the ultimate heel. You know, Lesnar, when he was a... Face going up against Kurt Angle, that was good stuff right there. But you figure if Kurt Angle would have took the same path and went to TNA, imagine what John Cena and Brock and Brock Lesnar could have did. You know, imagine what Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar could have did. So that just makes you wonder what could have been. But um, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. We never know. So just want to remind you folks, make sure you subscribe to the wrestling realm. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at wrestling realm. Follow me also at Brian H waters. Like I said, we are available all platforms. Let's move on. AJ styles has made it official. He is challenging the undertaker at WrestleMania. And he brought up so many points we've been talking about. I say it all the time. WrestleMania 33. It was supposed to be special. That was supposed to be it. No more Taker, right? AJ brought that up. I loved it. You know? Um, it just makes you wonder what would have happened, you know, if Taker would have just retired, how things would have been. But we wouldn't have been getting this dream match. We sure wouldn't have got the match we didn't need, Taker and Goldberg. But I think this is going to be a really good match because the storytelling, especially the mind games that The Undertaker will be playing with AJ Styles as we get closer and closer to WrestleMania. I can't wait for it. I'm telling you, it's going to be really good, folks. Uh, Let me know what you think about that one. I'm going to go ahead and take a break. I got a message from my good friend, Danielle Martin. For those out there, you know, who may be wondering, like, should I, should I not? Oh, I'm, I'm running so much. Maybe I need to have, think about my experiences. Here's the thing about Danielle, and that's why I want you to take a listen, because it's International Women's Month. That's one. So we definitely want to celebrate the ladies. But she gives very good advice. So this is a clip from my other podcast, Breaking Through the Glass Ceilings with Brian H. Always journal, like journal your experiences. Remember, um, remember what that day didn't do for you. So you can always progress. You can always get better. Um, again, always challenge yourself to to do more, and not settle for what is given to you. Um, and I say that because when I first got in here, I thought it was okay to just do what my job required. But then one day I woke up and I said, no, I know I can do more. I know I can challenge myself. And even when it's uncomfortable, it's okay. Like, just know it's going to be okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you subscribe to the Break It Through a Glass Ceilings with Brian H. Just simply go same places. Go on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. It's there. My inspirational podcast. Me sharing the world. You know, and I, I you know, last week I had an interview with Kia Dream, uh, Kaya Dream. So I'm, you know, looking forward to getting some more interviews locked and booked for you. Talking to more professional wrestlers for this show. So... Let's talk about the ladies. Start with the women's champion, Becky Lynch. She is, she came out there. She talked. We all know she's going to face Shayna Baszler. This should be interesting. Um, The promo didn't sell the match for me at all. Not going to lie. It didn't. It was cool. It was cute. Becky knows who she's facing. Like we didn't know that for the past few months. I mean, past few weeks. So, I know it may be in the minority, but I hope Becky drops the title. But I'm not quite sure. Obviously, WrestleMania Prediction Show will come, and we'll let you know. But this is this is going to be interesting, to say the least. Oh, let's move that over. So now, you know, it's, okay, this ain't doing what I wanted to do. Oh, yeah, it was the whole time. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Rhea Ripley taking on Charlotte Flair coming up. I love the promos that they're doing with Rhea Ripley. You know, they're giving us, um, she's really taking it in, going to the site of WrestleMania. And I somebody said you would think she's the challenger. But in a sense, she is challenging because she's challenging for a spot. Yes, she is the NXT Women's Champion, but she wants to be taken serious. She wants that main roster money. You know, like Hulk Hogan says, you know, when he was champion, it was a shoot because when you were champion, you got the most money. She wants to be recognized, but she wants to be the woman. In order to do that, she got to take out Charlotte Flair. It's just that simple. Um, she talked about being compared to Charlotte and Charlotte's going to take care of business. One thing I loved about it, she said, yeah, you can go out there in the arena, but it's going to be a whole different ball game when it's 90,000 plus. So I can't wait. Well, I don't think the, I don't think Raymond James Stadium holds 90,000. Uh, probably about a good solid 80, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, this should be a this should be a solid match. You know, I, I'm, I'm interested to see if Charlotte is going to take the reins and giving us one of them epic WrestleMania entrances. Last year, she came through the helicopter. We all know because she was in the main events. I want to see what type of interest is she going to be doing this year. Uh, but I think this is going to be good. Rhea Ripley obviously shows she's not scared of her when she straight decked her in the face. So, and she, this is just, again, this is just the beginning. We are, I think, three weeks away from WrestleMania maybe. Uh, and, you know, I got to say, uh, my thoughts and prayers are out there for anyone affected by COVID-19. Um, you know, I hope that we allow medicine to, you know, we can allow the experts to do what they have to do to find a cure for this, find the vaccines. You know, I, it's not just about not being able to go to WrestleMania or not having sporting events, but it's about the safety of men and women so that just wanted to say that so if anybody out there was affected uh, i'm definitely sending up my prayers for them um 
you know, we all in this together. So, um, WWE Edge, uh, jumping in the chat. Ray, uh, I return to give Randy what he deserved. I love bots, people coming out there like I'm really supposed to believe that's Edge. Um, but nonetheless, you know what? You guys should see this. Let me let you guys see it because I can pull it up right here on the screen for those uh, who may have missed it. Let's see. Um, no, I can't. Never mind. I load that part in. Um, I thought I did. But. Oh, wait. Hold on. Give me one second. You know, I'm, I'm getting used to this live thing. Shout out to my big brother, Glenn Thomas, who, you know, was a big help. And that didn't work the way I wanted it to. So. Guess we're not going to be we're not going to be able to show you guys. Oh no, it's not local file, is it? No, it's URL. All right, yeah, there we go. Boom. So yeah, WWE Edge jumped in the chat and said that. So, huh? That's funny. Um, but yeah, so you know, back to Charlotte Flair, and you know, this should be this should be a great match. Without a shadow of a doubt. Um, Natalia. We saw the Kabuki Warriors take on Natalia and Liv Morgan. I ain't gonna lie. My first thought was, why? You know, we all know it's gonna be her and... Um, what's her name? I'm looking right at Beth Phoenix. Now, obviously, Beth Phoenix wasn't at Raw. It wouldn't have made sense for her to be there unless she was coming with Edge. You know, but it, it, I know that... As a man, if somebody put their hands on my wife, I don't want her near around, uh, no anywhere around because I'm about to, yeah, you know I mean, so this made sense. Shout out to Dave. What up, Dave? Appreciate you joining in. So, but this made so much sense, you know. Um, so I'm looking at him like, you know, why is Randy, you know, why is Liv Morgan? And Natalia teaming up. But when the Riot Squad, former Riot Squad member Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot jumped out there, we saw Liv Morgan turn her attention and do a diving splash and ultimately cost Natalia the match. And I was like, okay, this makes sense because now, you know, Natalia's going to have a beef with her, obviously. But. She's still beefing with the Kabuki Warriors, which allows Beth Phoenix to then come in and pick up the scraps and say, hey, girl, let's go win these tag titles. So wasn't too mad at that. But I am interested to see what's going to happen because I do think, and uh, shout out to Heel Will Mahoney. He brought that the uh, Riot Squad match, you know, the triple threat between the three ladies would be a solid pre-show opener. Personally, I would want to see that on the main card because I feel like this feud has been going on long enough. Give it to me. Give it to me. Let's do it. Triple threat, Riot Squad, and then the winner will position themselves to become, you know, to be in the championship picture. And if I had to make an early choice, I still think that they would be high on Ruby Riot. I think that's the way they would go. I would hope I would be wrong because I would really love to see Liv Morgan get a shot at this one. So, let's move on as we are, you know, getting ready to round things out. Um, Bobby Lashley this week, dominant. 
And last year, we knew where they were doing with him. I don't think Bobby Lashley has an opponent at WrestleMania this year. But what I do think is, one, he'll be in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. But I think if he wins it, he would even go out there and say, I want Drew. I think that's what they're doing. They're kind of reserving him only for him to have a match with Drew McIntyre. Uh, shout out the Flex Zone coming in. What up, Dre? Uh, I guess that's Dre D. Byron, Carante, uh, Cravante, excuse me, and Roger, uh, my boys over there. So, Flex Zone channel, war, war. But, um, yeah, I just don't see Bobby Lashley having a WrestleMania opponent. You know, he took on Zack Ryder. Boom, dominator. They said the dominator's back. I think that sets up for him and Drew because I do think Drew McIntyre wins the championship. But I definitely want to see somewhere down the line, I got to get Brock and Bobby Lashley. Come on, WWE. Stop playing with us. Give us that match. So, um, but who knows? So, you know. And then also tonight, one of the things I definitely wanted to hit on was uh, Riddick Moss, man. Riddick Moss winning the 20... Uh, he's the 24-7 champion. He's defending the title like a regular championship, which I understand, but I'm not really a fan of. Um, I want to see... I, I, I guess because I really enjoyed the way the 24-7 title was. Everybody running out there, and R-Truth made the championship. You always want to think of R-Truth, but I guess maybe this is their way of trying to get him over and making everybody ultimately scared of him so hey whatever rope whatever you know floats your boat we'll see but i i just wanted to see i want to see something more um what up antonio banks is coming up in here not mvp the real antonio banks my brother uh he said i forgot lashley was on the roster yeah yeah man he's still there but um you know that's the thing I, I'm, I'm interested to see What's going to happen and say, who is, who even is Moss? Yeah. You know, I think, you know, Riddick Moss was from NXT. He had a cup of coffee down there and brought him up. I don't like his shoes. I, I don't like wrestling shoes. If you're wearing regular tights, that's just me. Um, it's been hanging around the real, I've been hanging around the real Dwayne Allen for too long now because I've really started getting into gear and determined, but no, nah, but seriously though, I don't like it. You know, I, I really don't. I'm not a fan of that look, per se. So, I don't know. That's just me. But, um, and then uh, there was something else. Yeah, that was it. Okay. So, yeah, um, and I'm just going to wrap things up. Next week on Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull Podcast, or Broken Skull Sessions, He's going to interview Brett, the Hitman Heart. I cannot wait for this one. Everybody knows I'm a huge fan of the Hitman. I got his Funko Pop around here somewhere. Yeah, if I move it, I'm going to knock some stuff down. But I'm a huge fan of his. And I can't wait for this interview. You know, obviously, they're going to talk about their match. If you didn't listen to the interview with them talking about it with Edge and Christian, check it out. WrestleMania 13. I'm definitely going to watch that again as I, you know, watch a series of different matches as we head into WrestleMania season. That's going to be on my list. But, um, yeah, I'm really interested in seeing, you know, what they do with that. So, um, yeah, but definitely, you know, check it out, folks. So, um, 
But yeah, as I get ready to close this episode of the Wrestling Realms, break it down with Brian H. Just want to remind you to you can subscribe right here on the podcast. Um, just by simply going on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, you name it. And my daggone thing went out. Oh, great. Yeah, by simply going on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it, we are there. So make sure you check us out over there, folks. Um, make sure you follow the fan page. Simply just going on um, Facebook. You can do that. And then make sure you are subscribed right here on the YouTube channel. I appreciate everybody coming through, showing love. Um, and then also, I appreciate you guys um, subscribing to the show and making sure that you know you are each you here each and every week making sure you're sharing it you know drop me a five star rating on apple podcast i would definitely appreciate it you know so until the next time folks i'm brian h waters so long everybody thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of break it down with brian h hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the wrestling realm post new content.